try and talk about an array of things so first of all we'll, we'll bring out some topics and then we'll give it over to you so we might be talking it can go it can go it can go from black power to pom pom that that's the scale of where it can go today so just be prepared just be prepared because one minute we're talking and we're on a movement and the next minute we're talking nastiness so that's where we're going to be today you understand so um let's see nice to see you to see you Oli, oli, oli. We did it, did it. Oh, cover, you know, you know, you know. All right, let me introduce the rest of the panel today. First of all, I want, let me, can you stamp your feet? Can you clap your hands? And make some noise for the number one barber in the world, Damon Elliston. Stern, 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 stern. Yeah, that's it, make some noise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, anyone listen to uh, BBC One Extra? Yeah. Okay, the best DJ on One Extra. Please make some noise for DJ Ace, 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 Ace. That's a natural echo, by the way. That's my thing. That's my thing. And you can make some noise for me. I'm a little man. All right, all right. The humble, humble one. So I'm sitting in the middle. A little coolie sandwich. Check. Hello, what's going on, people? Thank you so much for coming out. This is a uh, cut the chat, the road to Edinburgh. Um, basically, what this is, cut the chat, is a format that we started a few years ago. It's based on barbershop banter. Damon is a barber; he cuts everyone's hair. Do you want to give him a little list of famous people's hair you cut? Nah, no, because I forget. You forgot? Yeah, I forget. everyone. I forget. He does everyone. Everyone's here, and uh, we all go to the barbershop each week. And in the barbershop, all people do is chat shit all day. So what we thought we'd do is we put cameras on it. So uh, we, we basically set up cameras in the shop, started talking about every and everything. We had guests pass through. We had like the likes of Ed Sheeran, Akala, loads of people have come through. And now recently we've turned it into a podcast. So each and every week we sit in a room and we chat more shit for an hour. And for some strange reason, people like it. People want to listen to it. So what we thought we'd do is do a tour. So every month we've been going to a different city. We started in London. Uh, we went to Birmingham, Manchester, now we're in Liverpool, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. and yeah. Uh, next month we're going to Edinburgh Fin Festival, and that don't really happen for people like us, so thank you very much for being part of the journey, and we're actually recording this, so this will be this week's podcast, so subscribe, rate, comment, tell your friends, I'm pretty sure you'll laugh at some of them, like some of the things we talk about, you're likely to disagree with Damon, you're likely to feel sick about Little Matt, I'll be honest, we talk about doing shits a lot, I don't know why. Like every episode there's a there's a reference to someone am I lying? Someone it's, a, it's a natural thing though. It's very, very strange. It's a natural and thing. And so every show we got we got some guests. So we got some guests that we're gonna bring out tonight. Um so first of all, this guy is like one of the biggest producers in the UK right now. He makes amazing records uh and he's got some of the biggest tunes in the club. Please make some noise for distortion. <laughs> Wherever you want to sit, bro, wherever you're comfortable. 
And we don't know too much about this guy, but we do know that he will not man out if anybody talks wreck. Please make some noise for Marcel Braithwaite as well. Yeah. Look, he's got the bad man walking in. Yeah. 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 You know, ready? Cool. All right. So, do you know what? We always like to start. Uh, the live show with something that we spoke about on the bus on the way up now we have bus journeys Lee farts in the bus a lot and <laughs> we chat a lot of shit something that came up uh, on the bus today was do you have to tell your partner everything no so wait 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 so wait so wait first of all we'll throw it out to the ladies <laughs> We've got, a, we've got, a, have we got a cordless mic there. Yeah, we, you need a mic because we're recording this, so we need Ladies, to make sure everyone's. Got explain. It. Can we have someone that's going to be brave enough to exp- share their, share their vision? You, share your vision. Share your vision. My vision. Yes. Yeah. Has she got no. a mic, please? No, no. We're, well, we we're, need it for so we can get on the radio. This, isn't it? <laughs> How far can that go? You do sound crystal, but we need to make sure. <laughs> There you go, there you go. Hello? Yo. Oh, sorry. No, I don't think you need to share anything. Not anything too. I think you need to share maybe 70%. Okay. Not 100%. Okay. Because it just, you know yourself that the same things that you need to keep to yourself to keep that relationship going. Can so. I, can we give, <laughs> let's give you the scenario. Imagine like your, your boyfriend, yeah? Yeah. Of five years, yeah? He said uh, he's going out with his boys. Yeah. Raving. And you know, like, you might see the Raven pictures on Facebook. And then, in the no, Raven no, picture, no. what, no, what? Let's, let's, the real scenario. You want to, <laughs> no, we have to give out the oh, real no, scenario. No, the real scenario. It has to be. The real scenario. I got to the real scenario. Okay, so the real scenario is, your partner says that he's going to the Bryson Tiller concert with his best friend. That's fine. Gone to the concert, comes home, how was it, babe? Yeah, the concert was live. Bish, bash, bosh. About a month later, you're just on social media and you see a couple pictures and you see your partner in the background with a gyal. That's different. Why? What's different? Why? No, because if you go on to be with social media, if you go on to get your photo taken, you've got to be honest. What I'm saying is if you go on out and you know that you're not going to. I don't know how to put it. I just don't think you need to share everything. Saying things you need to keep to yourself. Or keep with your girls or keep with your boys. That's how it is. All right, all right. Let me give you a, a scenario. <laughs> so you're out with your man. And then you're walking down. You're feeling nice. And you, and you see another lady. She looks nice. Yeah. And he goes up to her. Gives her a little kiss. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, yeah, you're out there. Lady. Yeah, yeah. He introduced you and keeps it moving. Do you need to know who that is? Yeah, I'll ask. Yeah, but the thing is, I'll ask. I'll ask. Number one, I appreciate... Say, say, say. I'll ask. It's just I appreciate a friend. beauty okay, in, yeah. in other women. Okay. But I'll ask the same way if my girl was with, was, was saying hello to someone, I'll say, oh, who's that? You mm. know, it's simple. I'll always ask. But what I'm saying is, definitely you should not reveal everything. everything. Okay, so, so what are the things that you don't think should be revealed? Ex-partners, how many people you've slept with. All right, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Let's go back to the first one. <laughs> Ex-partners, as in... If it was like 10 years ago, I don't want to know. Fair play. If it was last year, I do want to know. Okay. If it's going to affect our relationship, if we're in the club, I want to know. What if his well, numbers were like, your, your, partner, your partner's numbers were like wild? 
Like, what if they were like, you would have asked. What if the numbers, what if his numbers are wild? Like, you like, you can't go walk down the street without seeing somebody that he slept with. Well, Do you want to know? Yeah, but my numbers could be wild. Yeah, true. We did it again. We did it again. So you gotta have that mutual respect. Fair play. Do you know what I mean? If don't ask me questions, and I won't ask you questions. But the things I want to know, I expect you to tell me. You Just know? out of interest, what is a wild number? That's a good... That's not serious. That's a good question. Has anyone got an answer for that? Well, like, what is a wild... N- like, if, if you met a girl mm. and you were starting to get to know her, and she was like, I've had 50 partners. Oh, that's, that's painful, that's painful. <laughs> that one stinks. That one stinks. Wait, wait, wait. That, wait, one, wait. that one there stinks. And she's, tw- she's 25. And There's she's had, different factors. She's had, she's if she's been in a relationship, if she's been single... How old she is? You want to hope she's single, though. No, no, no. What I'm trying to say is, if she's been in a relationship or she's been single, say, say she was single. Say she was. Mm, what? Oh, she's, she's never been in a relationship. She's a free ever. spirit. She's like, you know what? Men are long. I'm just focused on me and, and doing then me. That's, my number might be different to what your number is. So, you, so, so it's fifty. Question. So it's fifty. Because you work with fifty. Fifties are deep. That's mad. <laughs> <laughs> that is mad. All right, for me, it's that twenty-five, twelve, eleven tops. That's a decent number. Man went from 25, looked at his brethren, <laughs> and then said 12, 11, top. What? Like, like his brethren's like, nah, come there. <laughs> I, don't even, I, I don't even know my man. Marcel, Marcel, wait, wait, wait. Marcel, how old, you're 17, right? Uh, 22. Someone told me you're wait, 17. Wait, young, boy. You're young. young. 22. What? 22, boy. sorry. We was, oh, we, you've been we, doing your we thing. We were told to you look young. No, wait. So that's a good thing. That's, that's a, a good, good cocoa butter. <laughs> <laughs> that cocoa butter. At, at 22, what is a wild number? Like, if you met a girl, she was 22 as well. He said 11 tops. 11? Tops. I mean, ele- and let's just say she started having sex at 16. Mm. 11 is like... You know what I'm thinking? Two a year. <laughs> I'm thinking two... <laughs> Two a year. <laughs> two a year. Two years. That's not one, that one bad. every six months. What? One every six months. That's, one not, every, that's not that bad. <laughs> I work with that. So two a year. So based on their age, we're looking at the average of two a year. Mm. <laughs> what about what about? Give, no, no, you know what? Let's make it four every season. <laughs> give them a season to go and do their thing. Spring, yeah. summer, autumn, winter. That's fair play. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't even know about that. I don't know. I, I, I personally think that girls can deal with it more than men. Girls don't really, they're not really too, I don't know. Well, what do you mean? I mean, they don't really care about the number as much as men do. Wait, wait, like wait. A man wait, would have wait, a breakdown wait. about the number, but do you know what I'm saying? You, you know what with men, what I find? If you lie, you'll say, yeah, yeah, babe, tell me the number, innit? What, 40? Ooh, hey, that's fine. <laughs> 48, nine, 48, nine, 40, that's 40. And you start working it all out, you have the breakdown. You know what I'm saying? You phone your brethren, you ask them, well, you ask them for their advice, they're telling you, oh, I'll say about seven, eight. You say, yeah, yeah, I thought the same thing, but you already agreed to the 40. <laughs> now, I don't know if you can make it wifey, but you've been lipsing it for time now. Do you know what I'm saying? But we're, I, 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 girls probably just deal with it differently. They don't really care too much. Am I right, ladies? Do you care about the number, ladies? <laughs> Sounds like they do. Distortion, do you care about the number? Yeah, I care about the number. You get, so if it's a high number, you can't really run with that. Depends how deep the love goes, man. Like, it's, it's hard, man. Women lie it's about hard, their number, don't they? It's hard, it's hard. Because, like, I don't know, I find it hard, man, if it's too many guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Too many, man. 
Yeah. No one like. <laughs> like no one wants to think about their partner with the next guy anyway. I mean, even if it was like ten years before them. Like, yeah. Think about the girl you love right now fucking somebody else. Mm. Right. Solid, hard, <laughs> you proper, know, proper. You... <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That, that one hurts. Nah, I'm alright. That one hurts. And is it true that women lie about their numbers anyway? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone saying definitely. Half. Half. They're half it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Times by ten. Times by ten. Times by ten. Just add a zero, is what you're saying. It's about like when the number counts. You know what I mean? Like when does it count? Like it got. Oh, it only went half in. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> And then they stop. Like they, they stop. don't count. They don't they count stop. one night stands. Yeah, yeah. They don't count yeah, yeah. the time they didn't have an orgasm. <laughs> they don't count if he was ugly or if they were drunk. Yeah, they, they don't. They blink when they saw him. Don't. Count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't count. Yeah, all these, all these things don't count. Um, so I noticed that we were talking about on the bus was. Um, <laughs> oh. Exactly. Uh-oh. We were talking about how far people are going in the bedroom at the moment. There's a lot of stuff that was said on the bus. I don't really want to repeat if I'm honest but Lee might no we were just talking about like do you know there was a time where guys wouldn't admit that they went down on girls I don't know how it, I mean, it depends I mean we've got an older crowd so maybe people be up for talking about it <laughs> some people still shy about it do you know what I mean but I think it's a day and age where I think men are a bit more open about going down on the female you're not bothered hold on Go on. No, no, like I think I think it's changed the last few years. Is it? Two, two, yeah. Like I think my, like I've got an older brother who's seven years older than me. Mm. I think his his generation was not on it. Not on it. Nah. Mm-mm. But I think now it's not. It's not. Really yeah, now it's just standard things, isn't it? Because we're no, talking about after after Trey songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's opened up the floodgates, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> when when man saw what response he was getting, they thought yeah. But we were saying it's the levels though, because what we're saying is. I'm around a lot of men that tell me they go down, but when they say they go down, they ain't going down. Though. They ain't going down. They're, I mean, they're licking. They're licking. <laughs> they're not eating. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's levels to this game, innit? I think we described it as a hungry man eating a mango. <laughs> like, that's what you feel going down. That's what I know as going down. You know what I'm saying? But certain men say, yeah, I do it, I do it. Like, everyone's being boastful about it at the moment. I mean... Why are you looking at me no, for? I'm just saying, innit? Shed some light. Um, nah, it is what it is, innit? Like, it, I think when it comes to the bedroom, there's just no holds barred, innit? Like, if, if you're in the bedroom and, and you've got that far, then there's some level of connection. Obviously, there's certain things that you have to ask, you know, what's out of bounds? Your ear. <laughs> you understand? Your ear, your nose. Like, what's kind of, like, what's out of bounds? But once you get past that... Do you know what I mean? It's, it's like, some t- listen, some people get a bit technical with it. You understand? If you've got the cocoa butter, then it's all good. <laughs> let, me ask, let me ask the crowd a question. Is it easy to be a bit more reckless with someone you don't know than with your partner? Because sometimes you say, because sometimes if you don't know the person, maybe it's easy to do and try things that you never tried before. Whereas if you know someone and you try it, they're like, mm, why are you, where, where'd this come from? Do you get what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm saying? If you've been with your partner for five years, and you ain't, and you come from a generation where you weren't trying to eat pom pom. Can we call it pom pom? That sounds like a nice word, pom pom. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you want to eat pom pom, and she's looking at you like, why do you want to do that now? But you're ready. You feel like you're ready. You're starving now. You've had conversations with your boys. I won't say starving, starving, but you know, you're on it. 
I, I personally believe sometimes it's easier to do things with someone you don't know. Yeah. You reckon? Whoa. You have to be Explain that. What is that? <laughs> well, like, li- alcohol-wise. If you've you been town and, and you've drunk loads and you don't know what that person's name is, you get me? Like, mm. And you're at this point now where you're both fucked up, man. And mm. anything goes, you get me? You don't do them to each other. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> you don't do them to each other. You don't even you don't don't do them to each other. Make sure you don't do it again. My whole problem was like, what is this new phenomenon with eating bottom? What? Like, get that microphone is that round new? back. What's going on? Yeah. Get the microphone round back, round back. Take it back there. No, I've never done it. Are you an advocate? No. I know it's not new. Have you had your bottom eaten? Me? Yeah. What? Hey. She said, what? Say no more. I'm a respectable woman in the community. Oh, okay. <laughs> what does that mean? No, I know someone who had. <laughs> Does that mean that you... I don't that means she loves it. No, but you got to talk about it. <laughs> no, I know no. someone who had. Okay. What, yeah, what, did yeah, they, yeah. what did they say about it? So this person... So this... <laughs> show some light. No, because you know girls talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know no, girls talk. Girl talk. <laughs> and all she said was, like, how he opened it up. And licked it. Wait, 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 what? What do you mean, open it up? Like a what? Yeah, because a black female ass, isn't it? So you open it up. Oh, so what, like, like that and that? Yeah. What? How was she positioned when the... No, forget one of that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so but it's happening? It, but it didn't do nothing. Oh, it didn't do nothing it to her? No, no, it was just kind of like, uh, you know... Okay. No, this is what she told me. I'm not saying this is not me. I'm just saying mm, this is what she mm, told me. Mm, mm, That's what she, she told said. you. It wasn't me. I'm just a good listener. Okay. <laughs> I hear you. Listen. <laughs> Mar- Marcel, you're 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 the youngest on the stage. Yeah. I've told you backstage. It's it's, it's gonna get personal, player. <laughs> I mean, on, is, is there anything that that you wouldn't do? Wait, there's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. <laughs> a lot, yeah. Don't boxers have that thing where they can't have sex before matches? Fights. 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 Fights, sorry. Nah, yeah, you want them testosterone levels. Nice, nice, yeah. Boy. So do you follow that? You follow that? <laughs> What's saying? Do you follow that then? You don't? How, how long do you have to hold out before? I said to limit. <laughs> there's rules and regulations yeah there, there was a there was an interview that kind of surfaced on Facebook can't remember the boxer's name black guy is being interviewed after the fight and the, the, the interview guy says to him so what are you going to do now and he just there live on TV says listen I'm going to go home to my wife and I'm going to break her back <laughs> he says listen he says, someone call a doctor, call an ambulance from now. It's going to be a problem. Like, after your fights, like, you've just recently turned professional, right? Yeah, yeah. But leading up into this, and obviously you're, you're kind of abstaining before your fight. Once you've had your fight, and you've kind of showered, are you looking for your missus or a girl to just unleash and let her know, hey, listen, it was a mad thing, you know? <laughs> saw what i done to my man. My man's still knocked out. Um, <laughs> Nah, yeah, it's like, 
standard procedure, and like <laughs> obviously after after your fights, you got that W where the celebrations happen. So <laughs> the missus knows already, and you know, starts to celebrate. Oh, now when my man's in round three, she's just stretching, limbering. <laughs> up in the arm. Yeah, I'm ready for you. I'm ready for you. I'm ready for you. Okay. I was hey, hey, what, <laughs> what about you, distortion? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think producers get. Actually, no, let me not throw you under the bus. But I mean, <laughs> guys that com- like, can play instruments and keys and make music. Oh, like, yeah, they get peace. They get, they get peace. peace. Proper peace. Proper peace. You should just ask him his numbers and see what he says. No, nah, man, come on. Actually, no, nah, that's it. <laughs> is anything off limits, though? What? As in what? You and, the, and your partner. What? Like in, in the bed? In the bedroom. Yeah, of course, there's a couple things that I want to do, but like. No, as it's not, it's normal now, man. Come on, man. It's normal. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Eating butter. I, I, I want to put anything. Uh, don't put anything in there. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> <laughs> shit, like, Do you know shit, what my honest on, opinion is? Yeah. I think that, like, you know what I think? I think that, you know where the, the eating the poom poom yeah. thing was yeah. years ago. I think that's where the ass is now. Right. Yeah. Like five years time, so that's, yeah. it's normal. So like, at the moment, man, they are sniffing around the area, but they're not gonna. <laughs> admit it it's not. That's what I mean. No, but it has to be clean, though. You can't just do it with everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah, it has yeah. to be like nah, a see, partner, that's the thing. A partner thing. At I, some point, you take it to another level. You know what I mean? Like I honestly believe, if it's your missus and your missus says to you, "Listen, I see this thing on the internet. <laughs> I want to try it." As her partner, I think you should be like, you know what? Let's try a thing. If I like it, I like it. If I don't, I don't. Yeah, and yeah. vice versa. Ace, you're just. How not... do you even have that conversation with somebody? Why? What Babe, you... can you eat my bottom? No, I say it in a nice nah. way. She's stroking your beard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, boy, I need something else, babe. Yeah, I can't do it. No? No. Nah. So it's a, a bum. Juice, a little beverage. It's a bum. It's clean. It's a bottom. It's clean. It's clean. Nah. She's just come out of the shower. She's that's the same. That's the same weapon she caught you with. <laughs> See there? Yeah, but it's See a there? it's a bottom. It's not. Do you know what's gonna happen? I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. You see the day that Ace does it. Your life is going to change. Your how, gonna how change. So? You're probably just going to walk into the barbershop. Your beard is fully grey. <laughs> <laughs> like you grown now. You a man. You grown. <laughs> yeah, that's what's going to happen. Okay, should we move off this? Yeah, I think we yes. should move off this. Should we get a little bit more serious? Yes. Yeah, let's get serious. Um, so, recently, the shootings in America, I'm pretty sure everybody knows what happened over there. Um, um, it's bad. It's very, very bad. I think um, in the UK, there's been this crazy uprising and we've been marching and everyone's kind of been very upset and outraged. I think the first question we wanted to ask is, is this our problem? Um, because... I've seen so many people marching this weekend, so many Facebook posts, so was much there, Instagram, so many... So much, was there a march in Liverpool? Was there any marches yeah. up here? There was a march in Liverpool. Yeah. How many, roughly how many people? Uh, uh, Five thousand. That's bare different numbers. Wait, wait, wait. Them, I, hopefully there was a couple marches, because if you lot saw 300... <laughs> Maybe that's our own little... Oh, okay. Okay, okay. So... So there's another one this Sunday. Is it our problem? Like, why is it our problem? I think we. I'm not saying it's not, but I mean we have a lot of problems in the UK. Is this particularly our problem? I, th- I think that's something that people need to be aware of. Um, 
wherever you are in the world, you get me? Like, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't get shown on media. Mm. So, like, um, <clears throat> stuff that happened in, like, Baghdad. Was it Baghdad? Iraq? Stuff, like, yeah. stuff that happened there. Like, BBC's a load of shit, you get me? Even though it's going up, fuck BBC. So, yeah. <coughs> well, I won't for the <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Nah, but I think that if you can show people the truth, then it gives them more of an insight on what goes on in the world. And even right. if it's not your problem, it's still, as human beings, have a right to know, you get me? Even yeah. if, like, uh, even, like, having this march here, that could make a change. So if, if something can make a change, then why not do it, you get me? So. Did, did you lot, have, did you lot get that, that message that's been going around saying about boycott Tesco's for, yeah. for 30 days? Um, what was it? I haven't heard of it. I haven't heard of it. Basically, I, I can't remember what it, basically it's just like, you know, we need to boycott these big corporations. Let's start with Tesco's. Boycott Tesco's for 30 days, and let's show these big companies that the actual impact that we as a community have. My issue with Tesco's, and I don't know it to the fullest, but if you're going to do, it, if you're going to boycott anyone, boycott ASDA because ASDA is owned by Walmart, and Walmart is an American company, and they fund the police. Real talk. Every little help stuff. Well, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, like that one. Hey, hey, Nick, Nick, take a picture of this guy. <laughs> Get a picture of this guy. Um, no, you know what it is? I, I hear that, but, like, I did question. Okay, so, up here for argument's sake, 5,000 people went and marched. I'm pretty sure that the government in the UK are not going to call America and say, yo, listen... Man, them over here are marching, you know. You man need to fix up. I get that we need to show a sign of, of solidarity and we understand, you know, but I just think, is it going to be another situation where we've marched just like a couple of years ago when we had the riots? So we've marched, we've kind of let the rest of the world know that, you know, we feel their pain. And then it just whittles out and whittles out and whittles out. And then before you know it, we're talking about the Olympics. If they can see how many people are, how many how many people are aware and upset about what's going on in America, if they ever try to do that here, there's no way. There's no way they could get away with it the way they got away with it in America. Um, I don't think it's happening though, it happened here, didn't it? It happened here, and look what happened in it. It turned the whole country upside down. So but yeah, but you see that it's a different the thing. Isn't it? Get spoken to here, because like the, the, if someone if police try to take advantage of you here, like people will just. Terrorise them, do you know what I mean? But in America, you can't do that. Yeah, because you got armed. Yeah, you'll get shot. Well, you got armed firstly, from what I know, the the riots that happened here, it wasn't about the guy getting shot. It basically the guy got shot. Then there was a demonstration outside the police station. The police officer, the, I think a young black girl walked up to the police officer, said something to him about yeah, why, 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 and I think he either told her to shut up or I think he he physically moved her. And that's what kicked off the riots. So even though everyone's saying, well, yeah, a, a, a UK guy got shot and killed by the police, that's what started the riots. That wasn't actually what started the riots. And something that I feel kind of strongly about, innocent people die. See, when innocent people die, it's a problem. There's a lot of black people that die, and we don't care because we know they're criminals. Or we know you've done something bad. So when it comes to innocent people dying... You know, it's like, okay, yeah, you lot are taking a piss now. The guy was unarmed, you know, how many years ago, 86 or whatever, when Rodney King, they was beating him for like like an hour and a half. That was a feature film, bro. 
You understand? Like for an hour and a half, you did nothing happen. You no prosecution, nothing. So my my issue isn't necessarily you're killing innocent unarmed people. It's just nothing's happening about it. Do you know what I mean? Like you're you're not above the law. You're you're, you're there to serve and protect. I think though that these people doing these marches, social media's taking it a lot further than it's not like people like the government here gonna ring America and be like you need to sort your shit out. I think like <clears throat> social media here or even all over the world's got the power to show support, you get me? So it might just, it's like, even though we do this march here, it might not make a difference with government, but it, it makes a difference with people because it, it gets spread out everywhere, whether it's in like marches in London, all over the world, like people know that we're not going to stand for it and, you know, we're all one, no matter what colour, we all bleed the same blood, you get me? So. Also, less than people know in America that it's not just them in their communities that are unhappy with it like if they see that everyone else in the world is understanding yeah. what they're going through do you know what I mean and it also it's kind of embarrassing for the American government if they see the people around the world they're marching about how fucked up their system is do you know what I mean so. a, a lot of people are like no, there's, there's a lot of fucked up things happening in our own communities that we're not marching about that we're not as outraged about there's things going on like we we had like a super crazy time with knife crime in the UK you know what I mean Young people getting stabbed all the time. We're not marching about that, but when something happens over in the states, we're all quick to leave the house. Like, is, does anybody feel the same way about that? Don't you feel like it's a bit of a hype thing sometimes? I sometimes well, say, like, I would, like yeah. something that really bothered me with these marches that is that everyone's putting up their Instagrams and everything, and I see people like smiling and laughing and joking around like it's a party. Mm. But how can you? get taken serious if that is how you march. There's a couple people serious and other people just laughing, we go be alright, we go be alright. What the hell are you doing? Like serious, like you just act like an idiot now. Like how can people take you serious? Like you don't even look like you like you're actually really feeling the pain for these people and for what's actually happening. You're just like, yeah, we gonna be joking around and breakdancing and stuff. Like I don't know what we doing here, you know what I mean? So that was bothering me. So that's why I just stepped back from it. Like yo, I can't support certain people over there because I wouldn't do it like that. You know what I mean? Well, if we don't march, then how? In like, how would you so show support or show your discomfort? With Obviously, the like you can put something online and, and just show, like you know what, I see what's happening and I'm aware and I disagree. Yeah, it's cool that everyone just go on the street, but if you do it, know why you're doing it. Don't right. just do it because your friend asked you to come down and just to be extra people and just not even knowing when people ask you like, so why are you here? Uh, yeah, because my friend, you know, like, we're yeah. going to be all right. You know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense to me. I, I've kind of, I think I've kind of changed my mind. But <laughs> Just I don't, it. Yeah. Oh, wow. But I, don't, but I don't think us as people in this generation are ready to do what it takes to make a change. Explain. So, okay, so if you, if something happens to any of your people and you're like, D, it's a mad thing. We gotta go up. Get. We gotta go and march. I'm like, yeah, cool. What time's gonna be over, cowboy? Like, I need. To, you understand? So I come out and march. As long as I'm home by nine o'clock or ten o'clock, I gotta open up my barbershop tomorrow. It's cool because it's conducive to what I'm doing. But if it was a situation where it's just like, nah, I'm not having it. I'm going down to number ten Downing Street. Let's all roll and let's not move. Let's just not move. Like, fuck what you got to do tomorrow. Fuck what you got to do next week. Exactly. Let's just not move See, until they actually start changing things. Because they know what's going to happen. Yeah. We're going to march and I'm going to go home. Do you know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. it happens again. All right, cool, we're going to march. We're going to go back home. 
See, wow. I, got, I got a perfect a perfect example because I'm from Amsterdam. I'm from the Netherlands. I live in London, but I'm from the Netherlands. And we have this thing called uh, Sinterklaas. It's like Santa Claus is coming from Sinterklaas. And everyone was mad ignorant towards it because Sinterklaas is a white guy uh, from Spain. Not really because he's from Turkey, really, but it's a Saint Nicholas. That's what, what it is. And and he has these black peats. And it's and these people are just doing like blackface, putting on the wigs and everything. Saw, yeah, and, um, and, and, and you grow up with that because that's part of the culture. So if you as a black parent, because I have kids, tell them like, you know what? I don't think you should, we should do this. And I don't think we should agree with, with the blackface and everything because they confronted them with, them like, uh, with it because like, it's like, this is like racism. And they were like, nah, it's like, it's a white beat. And he goes down the chimney, and it's dirty, and then he got, get, goes a bit dark. But I said, so what about the red lips and the big earrings and the curls? Like, I don't know, it's like a Jenny Jones makeover or something that's happening in there. But, but it's bad. But if you tell your kid, like, nah, we're not doing that, they're like an outsider. So, so, so it's a bit hard. So at some point, people started, like, standing up and be like, you know what? We're not doing this no more. And because it's a new generation now, we're not doing it no more. But the only time... They protesting is when when it's coming and it's yeah. like on the fifth, uh, the twenty right. eighth of November till the fifth of December and that's when they're like, yeah, fuck Black Pete, fuck Black Pete, fuck Santa Claus. But after that's quiet again, right. nothing changing. Right. So what you're saying is right. Like you have to stand there and just keep going. Go to Tesco, get your food. You know what I mean? And just yeah. camp wherever. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like you have to yeah, be yeah. persistent. I, I, I. It's true. I mean, for me, like, I didn't go to the march, but I wanted to. And I, but I, I kind of was like, I don't, I don't really know what this is going to do. Why and, though? And why I, did I, I you watch it? I watched like both videos, and like even to, to right now, like, my heart is still heavy. Like, I just haven't even been the same since watching either of those videos. Like, it fucked with me a lot. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm still vexed. But it's kind of like, if I do, I feel like me going on the street or walking up to that. The U.S. Embassy is going to do... I don't feel like it's going to do anything. I don't, I, just, I don't feel like that helps the problem at all. But I don't know what does help the problem. I don't have any As, answers. I mean, it's a, it's a different thing over here because obviously we don't have guns over here. So we're, we're a lot like, less likely to get shot by the police than over there. But has anyone been wrongfully beaten up by the police in this room? Punched. Okay. Anybody else been wrongfully beaten up by the police? Right. That's, that's, that's that. I mean, no, no, you don't want me rightfully beyond the free. No, but like, no, but you know, yeah, yeah. No, beaten, but near enough demoralized. Near enough, like, where they've just, I've had, I've had a woman police officer say to me, make me take my socks off, and just pulled my pants open and looked at me. This pants. is, this oh, is on the road. Yeah, on road. On King's Road. Alright. Okay. How, how, <laughs> how old was you when this happened? It must have been about 14, 15. What? Okay. Rotted. See, uh-huh. see, that's... Wow. Nasty. Right. Forget you being a boxer. Yeah. You're 20 years old now. 22 years old now. Yeah. Would you let that happen now? What can you do? What? There's a lot you can do. I wouldn't let it happen now, no. But it's like, what can you do? There's a lot. You can say no. You're not certainly... Okay, so I got stopped the other day. Not, uh, not the other day. Maybe a couple years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I do this all the time, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So I'm walking down the road, and I'm actually going to get razor blades, 
round the corner from the barbershop. Police officers come running over. I had my hood on because it was raining. Police officers come running over. He's like, oh, yeah, um, you look suspicious. I said, okay, why? He said, oh, because you got your hood on. I said, it's raining. He goes, oh, where are you going? I said, I'm, I'm walking up the road to get some razor blades. He goes, yeah, what's in your pockets? I said, I'm gonna, I'll tell you what's in my pockets. You're not searching me. No, you're not putting your hands on me. You're not searching me. You, what for? He goes, ah, oh, yeah, what's in your pockets? I said, I've got my car keys in my pockets. He goes, why are you walking if you've got car keys? I said, well, firstly, it's a one-way road. I'm walking against the traffic. <laughs> That's the first thing. Secondly, I'm going to the shop. So he's like, ah, oh, well, you look suspicious. I said, this is when I got vexed. I was just like, nah, fuck off. Like, I, like, I'm not, like I just told him, I said, I'm not a kid. I said, I'm not one of these little kids that you think you can just harass. I said, I've, I've told you what's in my pockets. I've told you where I'm going. I'm off. He goes, okay, be on your way. I'm like, no, 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 let's, let's not get it twisted. There's no be on your way. I'm leaving. You fuck off back across the road to where you're going. And he did. Like, I mean... Yeah, they don't have that privilege in the States, though. No, I'm not saying in the States. If, I'm just, if you did that I'm in America, just, that no, chair would be that. empty right now. No, I know that. But I'm just, I'm just... There's so many people over here yeah. that don't... You think I'm getting searched on road? You're crazy. You're... The reason why I got punched in the back of the van is because I asked for a stop fall. Because I know my rights. I know if you, if okay. he searched me because I had like, I had like five hundred pounds in my hand. Okay. And he was like, yo, where'd you get the money from? I said, Oh, I do music videos. At the time I was doing music videos. Um and he was like, I need to search your bag. So he searched, took me, I said, Alright, then cool, you can search my bag. I'm not doing anything, I haven't got anything on me. And I, he searched me and I said, Right, can I have my stop form? And he said, no, nah, I haven't got any. I'm not going back to the police station. I said, I want my stop form. It's, it's my right. And he slapped me in my face. Wow. And I was like, raw. Yeah, intoxic. Yeah. So I told him, you know, my uncle's a police officer. And he's like, I don't care. That's, but that, could never, that would never happen in London. Police well, officers are different. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure there are people around in London that can say differently. I just think... The more we educate ourselves about exactly what our rights are, and I don't know, I think we need to complain more. Like, I'm, like we need to complain more. We need to go down to the police station and hand in complaints and and just let let them know. Like all of that, I'm taking down your police number, bloody bloody blah, blah, blah. Like we get stopped by the police, we get harassed, and then we're going to leave and complain to everybody else. Until all of our bridges, right, and man, I fucked up, bloody, bloody, blah. But, yes, young man. Basically, what I think is most people don't care if you're walking around for X amount of hours per day, this and that, and this and that. The only way that you can get anyone's attention at that level is by money. That's it. So, as you were saying before about the boycotting Tesco and this and that, that's probably one of the more effective ways of getting anyone's attention because they don't care about social media. Yeah, they care about social media, but they care about social media and how it's going to affect their money. They don't care about anything else. They don't care about, oh, this guy got 10,000 retweets. We better do something. They care more about this guy got 10,000 retweets and that's 10,000 people who aren't going to buy our product or something like that. That's what they care about. So, obviously... It's hard because things like Tesco and that, they're um, inflexible. Like, we need them. So it's hard to take money out of those kind of things. But I think if there's a way to find, you know, 
things that we can take money out of that will affect certain people who are in positions of power who can make decisions, then that's the most effective way to start, start changing things anyway. So would you, would you endorse the Tesco's boycott? I can't do it, personally. <laughs> well, I can now, because there's not, there's not like a Tesco, like, 30 minutes any direction. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, supermarkets is hard. It is hard, yeah. but... Um, I, don't know, but they, I don't know why it's Tesco. Uh, uh. But, yeah, I mean, it's really, really hard, but, you know, maybe not Tesco, maybe not food, clothing, and shelter, but other things, luxury items, that we people spend so much money on to try and, like you know, add value to themselves and this and that and their own personal brand and this and that. If they take the money out of those kind of things, you know, and in this point, government and this and that, they have power, but the people who do genuinely have power are the people who dominate social media and um, those, you know, celebrities, etc., are more influ- influential than, uh, like, you know, politicians and this and that and this and that. So it's about, like, kind of doing that, basically. I, I had a message this morning, yeah, about boycotting world star hip-hop. Did anyone else get this? No. Um, and this person was so adamant that we need to... I don't know if anybody... Does anybody go on World Star Hip Hop, yeah? So basically, yeah. World Star Hip Hop is, is, is a website uh, from the States that shows every and anything. It does show, like, music videos on it, but then you'll see the average video of, like, girls twerking, then you'll see a video of a fight, then you'll see a video... It's just, like, loads of random ratchet stuff. Um, and this person had a really good argument as to why it needs to be boycotted but I can't lie to you whenever I turn on the computer I go straight to Worldstar it's addictive and it is I, do you know and like to be fair I always w- watch the p- most heinous things on there see why Why should it why are they saying it should be boycotted because it's not edifying for your brain it's, it's desensitising it's ratchet it's, it's just ratchet it's nonsense bad. I know but I like it I haven't watched it in, <laughs> I haven't watched it in time and you know what I, I don't miss it because it's just ratchetness and I don't need to see that blood. no you can't say that bro I do you, you watch Big Brother? No. You do, man. No, Never I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I stopped. Like, remember d- d- uh, Love and Hip Hop? Yeah. Like, I stopped. It's all watching. the same thing. No, yeah, but I just stopped watching. But a lot of people do, is my point. Shit, nonsense. Yeah, it's, I, it's like pollution like, to the brain. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. You don't watch none of that? Like, I stopped watching World Star Hip Hop. And then I stopped watching, like, Love and Hip Hop as well because it's my. Am I the only person that I stopped my girl from watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't listen to designer. I don't listen to designer. I don't, I don't. I, I have a problem with this new hip hop. I'm not even going to lie. Them man, I tell you, whenever they get in my car, it's pure, it's pure Keith Sweat that I'm meeting in my car. I'm not going to lie. It's pure Keith Sweat. I've got, I've got, a, I get it. I, I, I get what it does. It's just turn up music. You get into the club. It makes you wild up. Spend unnecessary money on champagne. I get it. But I'm, I'm getting. You know what it is? Yeah, yeah. But I am. Guy. I am. Turn that foolish You're damn right. <laughs> no, you are right. I, there, there's a song. There's a song by, I think, a UK guy here. Yeah. I can't remember his name. I hate it. One of his lyrics is, I want to season your chicken. I want to get yeah, trendy yeah. with her. So that your chicken needs seasoning. It's so a big tune. It's a big tune. It's a big tune. I'm not going to lie. It's a big tune. Your chicken needs seasoning. I kind of like it still. What did you want to say? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I just wanted to go back to the point about um, boycotting businesses yeah. and things like Tesco. Um, obviously, you're backtracking, but not to set ourselves up to fail 
in a and give ourselves a try to take down a monumental corporation like that, but instead like make a concerted effort to support black businesses and businesses of black yeah. origin. And I think that'll yeah. be a a better, more positive step to take, and it's you know, and not just oh, just because this is happening, but as a as a as a as a life choice, as a go around, you know, because these things, it's about it's about where the money goes and where the money circulates, and if it's in black business, then it stays there for longer, and it makes a more it makes it makes a stronger more uh, stronger argument for when we want to step to people in government and make these type of um, you know like say we want we want changes in these type of um, situations. Yeah, that's what to say. Start asking for discounts as well. <laughs> Independent business as well, yeah. You know, yeah. that's That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all good. Talk more money rather than going, you know, five minutes down the road to Tesco, go 20 minutes down the road to the local corner shop. Yeah. They're going to do so much better, so much better for the country doing that. Yeah. And don't ask for a discount either. Yeah. No. We do like a discount. We've got one more comment from the Hello. person who is. Shouldn't be speaking, Kai. You got you got work to do. No, I just, want, I just wanted to say all of these governors and MPs and stuff, they all, their main source of income isn't that job. So it would make sense if we got a list of our local MPs, like, businesses and boycotted them instead. Aye. Because then they would go to Parliament and say, no, 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 we need to change this law. And then yeah, that's it. Just make them broke. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. I like okay. that. Okay, okay, okay. Whoa. 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 <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that is a world star moment. <laughs> you need a juice. You need a juice. It's a water no. or something. Um, I cool. we Yo. So he broke the thing. What I'm doing? Um, all right, we got we got cards that were all on your table on your seat. Sorry. Um, in the second half of the show, we want to talk about anything you guys want to talk about. So I mean, it don't have to be as heavy as what we were just talking about. It could be super lighthearted. Anything and anything goes. Uh, no rules. No boundaries. No right, holds bar. No holds bar. Um, write something down on the card, and after the break, we will get to. Why laughing already? Let's do the audience question. So, um, how long's the break? Okay, black people. It's going to be two minutes. <laughs> two minutes. White people. Five. Five. Everybody else. Five minutes. Let's go. Thank you. Five minutes back. We we'll be back. Thank you. Two minutes. Two minutes. Yeah, man. One two. One two. All right, DJ. Take it down low. Take it down low. Take it down low. Welcome back to the second half of Cut the Chat, 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 Chat. Hey, what is, that, that was me, you know. That wasn't actually the sound effects. That was Chat, 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 Chat. Nice to see you, to see you. No, 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 no. <clears throat> More energy than that, please. No. Wembley. Nice to see you, to see you. No. Ole, ole, ole. We did that. All right, all right. You're nearly there, nearly there. Oh, Welcome no, wait, back to second wait. half. Why do you keep on saying Wembley? Yeah, because I'm... Wembley atmosphere, innit? But in Liverpool. But why would you not say Anfield? All right. Would you prefer me to say Anfield? Yeah. Okay. Do, uh, do, do you know where we are? 
I ain't got a clue. <laughs> I, just, I just turn up. I just turn up. All right. So anyway, we're going to... We're back. Um, it's Marcel. 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 Where you got you water? Go? Where did you get that from? Where did you get that from? Where did you get that from? What? What? <laughs> what, what, shop, what shop you go what, to get what that water? Oh. As long as you didn't go to Tesco for that, you'd be cool. The boy got lasted three and a half minutes. You know? <laughs> See. Nah, you know what it is? My man, he wanted a meal deal, you know. He wanted a meal deal. He wanted a meal deal. Wow. See? To um, some of the questions. Oh, this is going to be, this is going to be wrong for me. Yo, Sarah, you broke up the thing. Broke up the thing. There you go. Can you hear me? That's it. Um, all right. No, I'm good. I'm good. Um, some of your questions. Shout out to everybody that uh, sent us a question. Let's get to it. Um, first one just says Snapchat filters? Question mark. I hate Fuck them. No. Oh my god, that dog thing. Oh my god. god. <laughs> I hate the dog. <laughs> Come on. No, no, listen, no listen, listen. Sometimes I feel like they try to say something else. No. <laughs> See that dog filter? You know? you know, every single time we do a podcast, I keep on meaning to, to just switch about it and I forget. And I'm driving home and I go in there and be like, oh, for fuck's sake. All right, real talk. Ladies, why? <laughs> why? It's a couple filters, though. What? No, no, it's, no. It's, oh, no. It's, it's a couple filters, though. It's a couple filters. This. It's annoying, bro. What, you know bro, what? bro no, no, no. every picture right. on Instagram is a dog filter face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They take it to Everyone. Instagram. Everyone. And the, and the flower they take, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Yeah. The flower. They take it to, like, the Twitter profile picture. Yeah. They take it everywhere yeah. now, bro. Yeah, yeah, Facebook yeah. profile. Yeah, everywhere, bro. Trust me. But you know what's funny, right? A, a, a girl posted up a picture on Instagram. One with the Snapchat filter, one without Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. Difference, yeah? The difference was yeah. mad. There's the another one that mad. it makes your face like, what's that? How do you say that? It makes it like, um, nah, yeah, it's like a smoother, but it makes Yeah, it, like it Photoshop. It, yeah, it's kind of yeah, like, yeah, I know yeah, what you mean, yeah. yeah. Like airbrushes yeah. your face. Yeah, yeah, but some yeah. of these girls, like, they look like Michael Jackson or something. Like, it's weird, man. Like, because your nose is like, uh, you know what I don't like as well. You know what I mean? The face it's not so- nice. It's not the nice. face thing. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah, that's face swap. But that's jokes, though. That's jokes. Yeah, but the dog thing, man. Love it. <laughs> you know when, <laughs> and you know when the lick doesn't work for them properly, and they're just like, <laughs> 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 it's like love it, man. These are the that? same girls that won't give you head as well. Whoa! <laughs> Can we mark that? I've got to delete that after podcast. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> let's move on. Um, why are people saying the word nigger? Ooh. I don't um, think anyone can say the word nigger personally. Anyone? Yeah, I, I don't think anyone should. But then all the rappers encourage it. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, Just to I think they're keep wrong. saying it. I think they're wrong. Yeah, I, I agree. Because I agree. you know what it is? Like, I'm not an Eminem fan. Only because of the st- when he first came out, the stuff that he's talking about, his baby mama and his mum and all that. Yes, rude boy, I'm old in it. Cool, I accept that. But I'm not. A, I'm not a uh, Eminem fan. Someone told me that he's never used the word nigger once, and people say that he's one of the greatest rappers out there. So yeah, if so. this guy can be up there and he ain't used the word once, then yeah, there was actually a tape they found of him saying it once. Who's that? Eminem. Who's that? Eminem. 
Okay. Yeah, no, nah, I, I, I don't. What was that? Will Welcome Smith to Miami. Hill Will Smith whole career was without saying it. I'm sure. Do you know why? Do you know why the meaning of this word can't change? Yeah. Because it was invented for one reason. So I, I can't take it and own it and change it because it's there, innit? That person there created that word to keep. To just demoralize a certain amount of people, yeah, a certain yeah. type of people. So if I now take it and say, ah, oh, yeah, but I'm using it to big up my people. No, player, I'm not. Just ban the word, innit? It's, yeah, it's long. Okay, look at it like this, yeah? So you've invented the word, yeah. and you've used that word to keep my people down for 400 years. Hold on, wait, for 400 yeah. years. Now, all of your people know that you invented this word as, as generations go on. Yeah. And then at some point down the line, one of your, your future generations yeah. sits there and says, right, look at that. We invented the word to keep these people down. And now they're using it against themselves. Okay. It doesn't matter what they uh, say. Can you flip that? It's a Buddha, Buddha sign, isn't it? Thank you. It's a Buddha Well, Certain people so obsessed with that word. Like, there are so many six figure words in the English language. Why obsess over that one word? It's because you can't have it. It's like, I'm entitled. I need everything. You told me I don't, I can't, I'm not allowed this one thing. Therefore, I'm going to do everything in my power to have that one thing. It's just, it's a bit dumb, you know. I see, I, I wouldn't even take it that deep. The word sounds cool. I'm not going to lie. The word sounds cool. When I listen to certain rappers, I'm like, hey, listen, my bag is in it. Do you know what I mean? And I catch myself sleeping. I'm in the car. Da, 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 and it's like, yeah, it sounds cool. But, you know, there's still people alive now that were affected by slavery. There's people alive now. Yeah. Have that conversation with them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, they've seen their family being whipped. And not too long ago, some guy was, um, was dragged along the road in America by some pickup truck. Decapitated. What, 15 years ago? Something like that? Nah, that's you know what, the way I see it is if, if you think it's that cool, use it around your family. Yeah. If you think it's that cool, it, use it around your, your family. Go, go to a christening or a wedding. <laughs> and, no, no, no. No, why? Do you know why? You was playing devil's advocate. You wanted to sit front row. It's good that someone, because like you know what I mean, you're encouraging yeah. it, but the way you see, if you, if you really think that you can get away with a word like that, use it around the family. Go to a christening, go to a wedding and run it then and see and see the response. Because I don't think you can make it cool at no wedding. It's, yeah, it's, I, I just think, yeah, there's a couple of things that I think feel passionately about. That's one of them. I just think it's not needed. Well, it's got a lot of negative connotations. Um, obviously, there's, there's people now, as you say, is affected by, by slavery in general. Mm -hmm. But the people who haven't been and have, like, you know, come out of like a second or third generation where they can trace their family back, where they have, mm -hmm. um, using it as like a form of empowerment, um, as a form of basically saying, you know, fuck you and fuck what it actually stood for. Like, what, what do you think about that? Um, I, I mean, there's other words that, that we do use in the same vein, like, like, bitch, fuck you, my, my fucking this, whatever else. Like, you know, they, they don't Bruh. mean, no, no, no. <laughs> what? Basically, like, my fuck right, you. So, 
my so fucking... if we nah, so if we're chatting, it's like, yeah, this is my fucking guy. I'm letting man know this is, he's he's deeper than my guy. You understand? So there's words that yeah, I know. <laughs> <That's a pause. laughs> yeah, you might do that. Should, here, yeah? Should I pause that still? All right, yeah, all right, all right, pause. But I don't know. I just, I just think that that something like that word there. Nah, I'm just, I'm just, I, nah. There's nothing that anyone can say that can convince me. You know what? We should keep using that word, or anyone should keep using that word. Yeah, nah, just, you know what? I see both sides of the story. I'm guilty. I use it myself. Like around the people close to me. I even have banter, racial banter with my close mates just because we're close like that. You know what I mean? But, but as you say, it takes away the harsh realities of where it really stemmed from. You know what I mean? So for that reason, I understand what you're saying, but I can't help but use it messing around. You know what I mean? Mm. So that's something I need to take it on. So, yeah, man. Mm. I can't lie. Like, I used it. But I was vexed when Daffy used it. No, I was furious. Why? Because it's Daffy, isn't it? What? Because you don't like Daffy, you don't think Daffy no, can I just felt, use I, it. I don't know. I just, I'm, well, I know why, but I'm, I just felt like it was, it didn't need to be said. Um, oh, sorry, Daffy used the N word. Did you guys not know that? Daffy used the. I don't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a freestyle, and he used the N word, and it was. And the thing is, it was like it came out of nowhere. I was like, "Raw? Did he actually say that?" And um, yeah, I was bothered by that. Do you know what? I, f- I think once once you find yourself defending the fact that you said the N word, then that says because he come out with some some idiot. He said he can't be. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, we don't. I don't think he's racist. I definitely. I'm not well, saying he's racist. Nah. Well, well what he was racist. saying was stupid. He was saying that he, like he, not that he's allowed to use it, but he can't be racist because his kid is half black, which is a bit weird, and that uh, he had black friends. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. Um. I just want to say, I, I, I actually wrote this question, and the reason, that, well, the, the, the context I meant it in was mm. rapping, singing, etc. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I just want to say that I, I grew up on fucking Celine Dion and shit, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. My mother was a feminist, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But now, nah, like, I, I, I grew up on, you know say, white music and, and so on and, and whatever, do you know what I mean? There's only once I become of age to go to clubs, listen to my music, buy my own music. I started listening to rappers and, and, and hip-hop, and before I took interest in hip-hop, to me, the word nigger was an offensive term that you'd never use, and, and you know, it was frowned upon. And then you step into hip-hop and, and, and black culture, mm-hmm. and, and, and how it can be used to say, my brethren. Mm. It's like, hang on a minute, this, this isn't necessarily bad. And now, but I, I, I still wouldn't say it. Only until once you step in the club. You said it a minute ago. <laughs> and no, I think no, a no, lot of people no, start no, sweating. No, you know the funny thing? You know all black people is like, you yeah, Leave it, yeah? Leave it, yeah? Nah, but. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll pull it back. I'll pull it back. He didn't mean it like that. He didn't mean it like that. Nah, he was but. using it in the other t- content. Nah, but. What I'm saying is, is when I when I then started going to to clubs mm-hmm. and all that, and and then, and then you, you you start to circulate around them friends, those those black people would say it to me, and I was like, rah, like, you know what I mean? I was like, so then I'm like, well, <laughs> I'd like, I like I've even got a black friend, like he, he only sleeps with white girls, he only likes white girls, and he says he's scared by by black girls, like, so I go, I I I was the whitest guy in Liverpool. And he goes, I was the blackest guy in Liverpool. Do you get me? And we have that racial banter. Right. Yeah. But 
we only have it between our fr- ourselves and yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's that, that's where I'm, I'm coming from with, with it in terms of our, our, the, the way I look at it is there's there's no racism between friends because between yeah. me and my friends we know where we're coming from in context, but Joe Public wouldn't know me and they wouldn't know what I'm going to be careful, man. I mean, there's always going to be a certain level of banter that you can have with your friends, even outside of that, where there's going to be other things that if, if somebody who didn't know, see us three on the coach, if somebody that didn't know us heard the stuff that we talk about, yeah, they'd be offended. Jesus Lord, they'd it be offended. would be a mad thing. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. I, I, I get what you're saying and I, and I understand it. And obviously now that the meaning of it is like, yeah, this is my brother. This is my homeboy. This is, this is whatever. But, I'm that word nigger in today's context means my brother, my brother, my homeboy. Use those words in it because they're there. Yeah, use those words in it. They're already there. That's it. That's it. That's Let's move on. Um, is it? Uh, do you know what? Is it? We given, I feel like we've given way too much airtime to Azealia Banks. She's an idiot, and that's kind of the end of it. And fuck her, it's fine. Uh, Open heartedly. What artist don't you like, whether they're from the UK or US? Let's start with distortion. <laughs> who who is there one that you don't like? Someone that like imagine like someone came imagine uh like, if someone came to you, is there anybody you would turn down if like they wanted a beat? You know what? Uh, I've learned how to respect the art where the people are like doing something that I like or it's or not. Like I turn down people every day to be really honest. yeah I have to because I, I try to create a certain sound for the artist right and if I work with the same people kind of artists all the time if I work with the whole grime scene then I, I, they all gonna sound like one it's gonna sound like one song and and that's not what I want so I have to turn them down with all respect like even if I think they're cool I will like check like what is the best what's the best for me like who would suit it best but I don't know, man. I've learned how to res- respect the art, and I don't know. Who would I turn down? Can you tell us anyone you've turned down? Uh, hmm? No, it's not anyone else. You know, I don't like arrogance. That's one thing I don't like. Right. I don't like arrogance. Like, if you're arrogant, like, I- I'll give it a go, but when you're arrogant in the studio, or you come in, like, big-headed, and there's no air for me to breathe, then I'm just like, nah, fuck it. Like, I don't want anything to do with that. You won't get a song either. Well. Probably have to leave early because my belly hurts or something. You know, I mean, like one of those things. Urgent. I don't feel like anyone's gonna say names. Mm-hmm. I, you know, <laughs> I don't have a name to be honest. Like, nah, don't say names. Ah, don't, don't say names. You don't like. You don't like no one. <laughs> nah, I, like, I'm just trying to think in what I do. Is there anyone that I, I wouldn't? Do you know? Wouldn't do, you, do you know what? I, I started noticing. I don't like remixes anymore. You know, when you grow up and you listen to a tune and your song will say, "Oh, that's an old tune from Rare." And you were like, oh, yeah, but this tune's better. Now, you're hearing tunes, and you're thinking, what, well, you just bit that tune? Right. And I don't like it. Them type of tunes there, when they come on, I flip the station, change, boom. I can't say an artist, but I don't like, I don't like remixes anymore. I'm done with them. I respect the art again, but, like, I do have to say, <laughs> no, I do have to say, sometimes I feel like, like it's cheating the game yeah. a bit. Like it was already a hit. Everyone knows the song. Everyone was already singing the original when it came on in the club. And now you just put like a, a harder drum behind it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the song now in a different yeah, bass line and a little drop. You know what I mean? Like, like that's why I haven't done it. I haven't done any song like mm. that. I, there's no song in my computer 
oh, in my studio you know that it's, has it's that. Yeah, there's a couple dope ones. It is. It is. Yeah, fair it is. Play. That's why I say I respect the art, but I feel like sometimes it's a bit cheating. Like, yeah. let's try to come up with some new, something original. Yeah. Let them sample us in 10 years' time. You know what I mean? The only one to shout any names out of artists that you don't like. Well, Future. Yes. You can't say that like Future. Yes. Yeah. I love Future. Future. You know, you like Future at all? Well, you don't turn up a little bit. <laughs> you're not in your right head. Then okay, but like when you're just sitting down, when you're sitting so when down, you're juiced up, he's cool. Yeah, when, but when, you're, when you're conscious, nah. No. Okay. No. It's just because he let Young Fug come through and he let Designer come through, and I don't like those guys, but I hate Future more. Shots fired. Shit. All right. Hey, let's. Nah, they're kind of just, it's just yeah. sound effects. <laughs> sound effects. I, think, I, I, I wouldn't say, I'm not going to say names and that, but um, I think that sometimes the new music now is just irrelevant. You know, when you hear all this, this rap and hip-hop, it's mm. not real like it used to be, like when you had Nas and mm-hmm. even though he's still alive, like, but, like, and Biggie and Tupac and stuff like that. I feel like stuff like that was more relevant to people now mm. that just chatting shit constantly, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But no one's fucking no, nah, that's true, but then, like, yeah. half the stuff... Yeah, no, no, yeah, one no, hear, no one wants to hear a conscious rap, to be honest. Like, 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 because no one's supporting the conscious rap thing, like, because I'm sure there's a couple that came out after that incident, and, uh, and, and there's a lot, and, and no one's supporting that. I don't see that go up in the iTunes chart, you know what I mean? Like, no one cares, because at the end of the day, we go club, and we still, like, listen to Future, you know what I mean? For B, yeah. that uh, Festa Skank yeah. beat sick, but I wasn't feeling the lyrics. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, but Lethal's yeah. not like a conscious sit down and listen to his lyrics kind of. I know, I know. I'm just saying. I know. It's just a vibe, isn't it? I know. It's just a vibe, like. I'm just, I'm just saying that you know, two, two maybe chicken, Nando's. Maybe in that sense, the same way like EDM people and these people are like entities of their own, maybe it should be them featuring the artist rather than the artist featuring you or produced by you. Do you know what I mean? Because if you're bringing something that's quality, which is the instrumentation, and the lyrics aren't quality, then you should be the person and the other person should be an instrument in the production. Do you know what I mean? If they're not even bringing anything to the, the table in lyrics, then it's you that's doing the thing. It's not them doing anything. They're just kind of rhyming words on a, on a, on a, on a time Lethal off. gave us power. Like, I never, don't say anything bad no, 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 about no, no, okay. Lethal, <laughs> Lethal be back in the back in the back in the first, first iteration of grime before this renaissance with all the labels and stuff. Like old school roots grime, fine, great, great lyrics and this and that and flows and this and that. But these days, what they're considering grime is kind of like that whole wash down, come by let's get together kind of thing. But <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, come by y'all. <laughs> Right, that's, a gu- that's a guitar tune. Let's move on. Uh, we got <laughs> Pokemon. Man. Anybody got the new Pokemon game? Bro. <laughs> 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 Is it? Oh, wow. You guys can go up and go and get go and get one if you want. Like, yeah, after the show. So, basically, there's this new Pokemon game if you don't know, yeah? And you, oh, Ghastly? Yeah. yeah. I thought you said there's a gas leak. Yeah, I thought you were saying that's what I thought. Yeah, I mean, that's what I heard. Why is there no urgency? I was, like, there's a gas. 
I heard that's what I heard. I was confused. That's why I asked you again. Like, what's that Pokemon? Ask him again. So what? Yeah. Wait, hold on, wait. Break that down. What? What is upstairs, sorry? A ghost game. Who's that? A Pokemon. Pokemon. A Pokemon. Okay. Psychic. Are you know with this new game? Is that again? Do you know about the new game? Yeah, we know about it. Well, I told him about it today. You didn't know. I broke it down to the old man today. Okay. Is everyone? Do you know about it? No, I don't. So basically, you can actually walk around your area and catch Pokemon with your phone. Really? Yeah. You seem. You seem so unimpressed. It's mad. Um, it's yeah. a phenomenon. I mean, I'm still on Candy Crush. I'm not gonna lie. Allow me. No, oh, I never, Flappy, I never Flappy Bird. That. It's not for me, man. Flappy Bird. Yeah. Still Flappy Bird. I'm on Flappy. Snake, fam. Are you in Snake? Tetris. Tetris. In the dark hunt. Um, <laughs> uh, this is a very interesting question. Supporting friends' dead business ideas. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Dead business ideas. <laughs> you shouldn't say that your friend's business idea is dead. <laughs> be realistic, though. No, because you might think it's dead, but it might not be dead to them. Yeah, yeah you true. never know. You never that's, know. That's a and who used to say that it might not blow up and you just didn't support them in a yeah, time yeah, when, yeah. you know what I mean? Wait, who, who, who wrote that question? I don't know. <laughs> you're, okay. Have you, have you got so a friend with a dead business? One of your breakers has got a dead business idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you know what? Yeah, real talk. Yeah. I think it, you're obliged to keep it real with your friends, and like if it's dead, you need to say, "Yo, now nah, that's dead." That does he smoke a lot of weed? Go back to the drawing board. No, I'm saying the friend, the friend, serious. the friend with the idea. Does he smoke a lot of weed? No. Not smoking no weed. Because sometimes when I'm smoking weed, I, listen, I could be a billionaire. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I wake up in the morning, I'm like, "What the fuck? <laughs> How is that gonna work?" I get creative. You know what? I have to say something about that because there was a guy in the Netherlands again, Netherlands, that's where I'm from. Um, and he was on X Factor and he was a joke. He was the biggest joke ever and it was like horrible. But he became a gimmick and he started doing like commercials and like shows and everything because he was just a joke and he made a lot of money off that. Mm. So it's not re- it? doesn't really necessarily have to be a dead He's that guy over here now, Rylan. Yeah, Rylan popped right, up. He was, he was a joke. <laughs> but he's he nah. he got his own channel five. Now nah, he's hosting uh, everything. Huh? Yeah, he's got right. his own show now. And that. Come on. So I mean, I mean, it, you might think it's a bad idea, but it doesn't necessarily mean. You know what the problem is? Is like if they try and bring you into like maybe you force you to endorse their thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Hey, wear this t-shirt. It's like, no, nah, fam, I can't. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I feel that. There's pain in that store. Um, <laughs> interracial relationships. Are there big differences depending on the city or the country? But boy, it's going deep here, you know. That is a big question. A big Amer- question. America's still behind. What do you mean? America's still behind. America, America will still look at you twice if if black guy and a, and a white girl, like they do. When we was over there, when we was over there the other day, last the other day, last year, so yeah. everything's the other day. Yeah, when I was in primary school the other day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when we was over there, it like it, it it's weird. Like they call it swirling and it's swirling. Yeah, they call it swirling. What does that mean? They're just black man and a, and a white man, they call it swirling. I don't I don't know if you're real you understand it until you're in it. Understand personally, what? how it really is. Because to be honest with you, I wasn't really aware, I thought it was cool, like no one was saying nothing, and then I, I was seeing a Portuguese girl, and that's when I noticed. It. I was like, "Ross, like, these black girls don't like me no more." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It kind of just—it was—it was—it was just out there now, isn't it? It's like, "Ross, you're getting extra looks that you feel like you're paranoid." 
I don't know if anyone's ever been in that position before. You, you might think you're paranoid. You might think they're talking about you. They probably are talking about you, but it's heightened because you're in the situation. But before, as an outs- me, as a, I mean, my mom's mixed. My dad's black. I've got loads of mixed race friends, so I can't be racist. Why are you touching Ace? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying. I, I, I personally don't see it. I just look past it anyway. You know what I'm saying? You, you're doing what you're doing. It's whatever. But until you're in it, that's when I think it, it, it kind of stands out a bit more. I don't know. What's it like in Liverpool? Yeah, there are a lot of mixed race people in Liverpool. Why is that? Can you... Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So does that mean because there is like a lot of mixed people in Liverpool, there's like no race problems at all? Nah, there is, bear. But I I think in Liverpool, there's not as much. Like I think in London and Birmingham, I don't know because I don't live there, but I get the feeling that from full black people, there's a bit of hate on mixed race people. Whereas in Liverpool, I don't feel like you get that, but you get hate from white people who'd be like, why is, she, why is she with the black fellows? And so tell you what guys from London think about it. I don't think it's a thing on mixed race people. I think it's more interracial couples. Because right. when I'm out with my partner, like we're an interracial couple. Like So when we're out in London, mm-hmm. we get frowned upon all the time. Like, mm-hmm. And it'd be like, we'd be going wherever. You could go to Brixton, and you could go to flipping Islington, Farringdon, wherever, and everyone just looks at you like... You, you, I don't find it... I, I don't know. Like, maybe... My missus sees it more than I do because yeah, I yeah. kind of don't look at race. I just look at people. Yeah, you know, where you know she sees it and she feels really self-conscious about it. And I'm like, what I have found, I get it. Yeah, but I have found that a white guy with a black woman is is more of an issue than a black guy with a white woman. Yeah, you're right there. You know, especially uh, like a lot of like we do a lot go to a lot of reggae festivals and especially yeah. a lot of the old rasters. Yeah, are, like with old white women. But if you see an old like black lady with a, an old white guy it's looked at like what the mm. fuck are you doing <laughs> what's going on here like no I mean it's it's, it's it, I've noticed it but I but, okay so I've noticed it because if I'm walking down the road and I see a white guy coming towards me with a, with a black girl as you said like the white guy just he's just doing his thing the black girl looks at me and then just kind of uh, got this this weird look and I'm just like no nah, live your life be happy in it no that, you see that's my attitude like listen we all make money we can travel the world in it from we can travel the world we're going to be meet new people and whatever else you understand so my attitude is just live life but I have noticed that if I see a black girl with a, a white guy I don't know it's a bit, and I just look at her like nah blood, just 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 take your man's hand lips off his face who gives a fuck in it just live in it be happy that's it um, all right, let's keep moving. <laughs> Who would win in a boxing match between Lukaku and Stormzy? Who's <laughs> Lukaku? Is that is, is that Belgian footballer that is just dead? <laughs> <laughs> Does he still play for Liverpool? Did he play for Liverpool? <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was up north That's somewhere. Sick, yeah, Let's ask the boxer. Who would win? Do you know? I don't know, but they look like twins to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, I've always thought that. I've always thought that. Um, all right, let's go to the second part of this question is, at what point should a couple get a joint bank account? 
Never die. No, I think, I think you should. I think you should. Why not? No, no, no. Never. You know what? You should make. You should make your money. No, 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 no. You can't be like that. You can't be like that. Nah, you know what? You know what? You know what? You can't. Go on. You both make money, yeah, that's yeah. fine. But then, it, that, 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 then that's up to you to, to share that, you get me? But obviously, when I get married, no, I'm getting a pre- prenup, I'm gone. But why are you getting married then? What's the point of getting married then? No, 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 let me speak, let me speak, go. You, you never know, man. You yeah, but you shouldn't get married with the hope no, of it no, might not work. No, 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 no. because no, you never know. You get me? Like, obviously, when people get married, it's like the, the hope of like everything, blah, blah, blah. But shit can go Yeah, but bro, down. life has no guarantees. But wait, what's money got to do with it? There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with a joint account. You get me? You just have your own account still, you know what I mean? Just, yeah, exactly. You got joint, you got joint bills, maybe. You know what I mean? Then you just pay off that account. But you still have your own account. I don't think so. I mean, you like split up. If you split up, you should have the money, you know what I mean? Come on. You nah, you, you know what? what? You should have an understanding. Yeah, but you know, you know what, you know what happens in most relationships. Very rarely do both people earn the same, same amount of money. Yep. Now, now the thing is, so that's a full one. Because if you earn, if you earn loads of money, yeah. and your partner earns fuck all, yeah. and then you get a divorce, then no, nah, but forget the divorce. Forget, forget all that negative yeah. stuff. Whilst everything man. is, whilst everything is going okay, whilst everything is going okay, it's gonna, it's at some point, it's just gonna be draining that I have to keep on asking. My missus, can I have a hundred pounds or can I have five hundred pounds? <laughs> yeah. No, but that's, that's the reality. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. That's the reality, or vice versa. Like, like, see, my missus now, fam. Like, I know that. Like, she probably would never ask me for Pete, but I just have to clock a situation. Like, you know what? Hold that. Oh, what's that for? I oh, remember you said bloody bloody blah, blah. Cool. And you, you understand? And now it's at the point where you can't take it. I had to say something to her the other day. Like, now you're accepting it. Like, I'm not going to be here and see you struggle. But you see a joint bank account, it'll just make it easier, innit? You see what? Have your own. Yeah, but you see that's the joint. Have free your own. But you see that joint. Free bank account. You see that joint. Just put something in there every week, mm. innit? That's for, like, the family shopping. That's for Rady Ra. This and that. Like, the fact, you're, you're, you're kind of cold-hearted guy, <laughs> man. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking of worst, man. You get me? Yeah, but you can't go into, you can't go into thinking of the worst, though, no? Well, yeah, I mean, if we're adults, I've got my bank account, my missus got hers, but there will come a time where, you know what, to make life easier, do you know what I mean? Rather than give you my card or take my card details, babe, you know what, bloody, bloody, blah, blah, blah join. Just, just do it, just handle it from the joint account. Yeah. You understand? You see, my man, my man's a kind of, he's going to come, he's going to land in the club, he's going to land in the club. By a table, his missus in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> One bevy in it, buying her own juice. <laughs> yeah, you got your card in it. You got your own card. In it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, is anyone is anyone here married though and has a joint bank account? Have you got? See what? I'm 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 but do you know what comes in and out of each other's accounts though? I am more, but she spends more than me. Yeah, there you go, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so we keep the accounts we keep the accounts separate. Have, have but you, that idea about having a separate joint one. Yeah. Sounds that's Have you spoken about having a joint account? No, because she knows what the answer would be. 
Oh, wow. Ross! <laughs> you, you two raves together, innit? <laughs> wow. Okay, all right, all right. Cool, cool. Wow. <laughs> Gangster. Uh, um, do you think the culture clash is making a mockery of sound clash and sound system culture? Personally, no. No. I think, I think, I think Esky Dance did. Yeah. It was a joke. They were some dickhead things. <laughs> they honestly was. They were a dickhead thing. Yeah. That's crazy. They never had no dubs. Yeah, nothing. Did you, did you like go or did you watch it on, on YouTube? Okay, yeah, it was a joke thing. I don't even know what happened. I missed it, but know, in general, I think it does. It, it, it's good for the culture. Yeah, it's definitely good for the culture. It, 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 Ace, Yo. can we interview this young gentleman quickly? Yeah, because time is running yeah, out. Yeah. So we actually need to start interviewing him. <laughs> yeah, and right, we'll cool. get back to the questions after. Um, Mr. Marcel. Yeah, man. Young Marcel. Yeah. So you are you are the youngest... Uh, is it professional boxer or the youngest boxer to sign? I don't think... Who gave us this information? I got this information like you're yeah. the youngest boxer to go pro. Yeah. Is that a lie? I'm not, I'm not the youngest. I might be the latest. Okay, the latest. Okay, maybe. well then we really got nothing else to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> no, how, how long? How long have you been boxing for? Been boxing for about 10, 11 years now. I, I mean, is it the kind of classic? You you got into boxing because you was a bit wild in school and bloody bloody blah, 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 and it was just a good way of channeling your energy. Or from my mum and dad's perspective, yeah. But for me, mm-hmm. I'd say um, I don't know, just the air of destiny. So I've always loved fighting. Okay. Like, um, it used to get me into a lot of trouble, but like first and foremost, I don't take on though when I was three or four, mm-hmm. um, and I just love fighting from there. That was using my feet. Um, I just love fighting. Yeah, meet my sister who sat over there. She'll tell you, I, I kicked her two front teeth out when I was about five. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I was about five. Wait, wait, wait! What? Yeah. You kicked out your sister's two front teeth. <laughs> Don't defend this guy. That was Tekkers. A man like done everything um, when it comes to boxing. I just love the thrill, the adrenaline rush. It was, it's more real than everything else. You can go to kickboxing and it's, oh, it's non-contact and it's touch-touch. It's all just skill. You get in the boxing ring and it's like, boy, let's release all this anger now. I'm gonna yeah. Have you ever got, beat, some damage, you got you know? a beat up, though? Maybe you beat up, so I don't want to do this no more. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm on it until I get beat down. I'm like, nah, uh, uh. <laughs> nah, nah. I bust my nose. Mm-mm, my yeah. nose is bleeding. I'm vexed. Nah, I've been, like, I've, I got in the gym when I was younger, um, I remember I got schooled, I walked away from there nearly crying, because I'm a winner, yeah, yeah. I'm a winner f- first and foremost, and then I was thinking, ah, next time I'm going to come back to this gym, mm. there ain't nothing else on my mind, I was going to come back, I was going to hate him, and I, and I did, so then, boy, I was happy, yeah, <laughs> 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 what's, your, what's your amateur record? Um, I think it was 37 fights. 29 wins, I think. Wow. Boom. In my defence, one thing I've got to say is the 
the judging in, in uh, amateur sports is is not right. Why do you say it's that? The whole reason why I've turned professional because first and foremost, boxing for me it's the entertainment industry. So it's like regardless, people are coming to see a fight. They want to see something good. You know what I mean? No one wants to pay money and just watch a boring fight. Mm. So for me, I like to fight with my hands down and everything, and I make it good. I make it look good on the eyes. You know what I mean? Right. There's a lot of judges. Going back to this shows that racism is still alive in, in the sport of boxing. There's a lot of old judges that didn't like that then. And um, just pan me a loss. You know what I mean? You're cocky, you're cocky in the ring, basically. I'm not, no, no, you know what? I'm not cocky. I get in and I give the judges right. a little bow and up. But then between me and my opponent, there's a lot of psychological where right. mm. I'm breaking him down. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm taking away his confidence when he's not hitting. When he's throwing and he's missing, I'm taking away his confidence. So it works for them, them reasons. But if other people don't I have understand a, that. I have a question. Like someone like Anthony Joshua or, you know, like these top boxers. Yeah. Sometimes I'm looking at their contestant and I don't feel like they're, like, fully trained. I feel like they just, like, half, some half dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they, they didn't come to win. They just came to get the little money for being in the ring, get beat down, and that's it. Is that yeah. is that really what's happening? Be honest. Like, is that what's happening? Because they have to pick yeah. their contestant. A you lot know of the mean? time, I'm not saying with, with Anthony Joshua, but a lot of the time it is, yeah, it's business. And it's like, okay, if we can sell out this arena by just getting him to bowl over some bum, and we can fit in, like, say, five shows this year before we get him a decent opponent, everyone's happy. Everyone's getting paid. So it's... I mean, I don't so think there's it. anything wrong with that, to be honest with you. Yeah, but, like, it's not real. Up to man. a certain point. Real, do you know what I mean? Anthony Joshua's just hitting. It's not even hitting him, no. It's just the wind. The man's falling. Yeah. Nah, but he, nah, nah, I mean, he's something else. No, but, he's yeah, but you know he what I mean? Solid, like, I respect him, though, for what he's doing. But sometimes yeah. I just look at the back of the component. He, he, he might look a bit fat still, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, there's no muscles there. That last guy didn't look ready for anything. You know, they're not ready. They've been training, like, two weeks. You know what I mean? So what's your um? I mean, obviously, you want to be the best. Yeah. What what is what is the journey that you've set out for yourself? Is it? I mean, are you gonna kind of conquer the UK, then Europe, and then and then do America, or are you just taking taking on all all, all comers? The world, the world. No, well, first and foremost, I want I want world title. Yes. There's I don't know. There's something about it when you look when you're growing up and you're looking up to the greats. So and you, you want to be like them. Mm. You want to do great things. And once the greats have already done what they've done, they've been the first ones to do this or to do that. So then you've got to look, oh, okay, what new ground can I step on? What can I do here? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm big ambition. Have, have, you, yeah. have you ever trained abroad? <coughs> yeah. Is it different over there? Different on training abroad than training over here? Yeah, yeah. It's nice, nice in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice when you're in the sunshine and you're running it, mm. weights and everything's easier. So just, yeah. just so we can get a perspective, yeah, because when when you talk about boxing, you automatically think Anthony Joshua, Mike Tyson, blah, 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 the, the heavyweights. What weight are you? See, in amateur, I was bantam weight. That's where it gets complicated. What weight is that physically? Physically, I'm about nine stone. So what, what, what is your weight now as a professional? I'll make about eight and a half, maybe lower. And what's that, featherweight? Mm, fly, super flyweight would be the lowest I'll ever touch. Who do, who, who's, who's the most famous flyweight boxer? So we can kind of get a kind of... Oh, I God. don't even know them. <laughs> 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 That's what I'm saying, though. 
to me it's like I don't know them. I don't I don't I haven't seen much, so yeah. it's like the door's open. So you're fighting at what, eight stone? Eight Which, and a half stone. Yeah, about eight and a half stone. How much are you weighing? Uh, 11 eight. stone, don't even try it. I'm not even on them things. Too pretty to get licked down for no one. Unless I'm going to guaranteed win, I'm not on it. We also got distortion in the building. What's going on? Oh, sir. We're pushed for time. All right, last couple of questions. Who's your favourite boxer of all time? All time, man. I'd have to say. The greatest, I'd say, Sugar Ray Robinson. Sugar Ray Robinson. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, don't I, I don't know. need to check. He's had like hundred and I think he had like hundred ninety-seven fights. Okay. Like that's unheard of. Hundred ninety-seven professional fights. And um, I was back when it was brutal. You're talking little yes. gloves that were just it's brutal. Can so I ask you a question? Many fights, can yeah. you look at a boxer and and know whether you can beat him? Yeah. Do you think Do you think a lot of boxers can do that? I think fights. A lot of fights are won. Before, the, before you'd even step in the ring. Like, if I look at someone and I see a chink in his armor, if I look at him and he doesn't want it, it's over. So in the heavyweight division, because obviously yeah. I think a majority of people know about the heavyweight, who, who do you think's the best? The best right now or the biggest potential? Yeah, potential and the best right now. Andy Joshua's got to be the biggest potential. Do you reckon? And yeah. what right now? Do you think that he, 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 he's the best right now? Honestly. Because you see it in a different eye to what we will see. Yeah, yeah. Because we're all spec. It all depends. Like, yeah. I think skill-wise, at that heavyweight, I'd say David Hay will probably beat them all. But really? Yeah, uh, yeah. But that depends. Uh, when he was when he was heavyweight last time, he weren't fully settled into the weight. He was a cruiserweight that mm. had just jumped into that division. Mm-hmm. So now if he's settled into the weight properly and he can still manage to hit them performance levels while he's hitting, then I think he's going to beat them all, yeah. Wicked. Marcel, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Sure. Yes. And we got distortion. Make some noise for distortion. Like one of the most sorted after producers in the UK right now. How is life at the moment, bro? It's good, man. It's busy. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. It's busy. It's crazy. Where did, where did your production journey start? Well, I was, I was pretty young. I was uh, 15. Right. Well, people start making beats now 12, but yeah. at the time, like, it was like 15, like the programs on the computer were really crap. And wh- wh- who was like the first artist that you would say, like, kind of not put you on the map, but was one of the artists that we know about was the first artist that you wrote with? Uh, that I success with? Yeah. Uh, Style OG. Okay. Yeah, I did what? Soundboy. Oh, Style you did Sta- Soundboy yeah. for Style OG. Okay. So that was our, our, first, our first chart success. And like when you when you're a new producer, because I meet producers all the time, how do you get your music to up and coming artists or bigger artists? Is it just set out? You know what? Like I, when I when I first moved to the UK, like obviously I saw like Tiny Tempo and Wretch come out with a tractor and everything, and I wanted to work with all all of them, but my manager was like, I don't think that's the right way to like beg for sessions. Right. He's like, just earn it. Right. And um, I was like, you know what? Okay. Well, maybe that's the way then. And I started working with people who, who hadn't done anything in the game, who were just like new people. They have no followers. And I, I had to work with them. 
but it was it was fun because there was no pressure to have a hit or anything and I could develop myself I could listen to what they like because I was new to the grime scene and I was like okay so what, what is this exactly because it's not just 140 BPM yeah. you know what I mean it's way more than that so I was like what is it so uh, we were just schooling each other and try to reinvent it a bit in a way that just it doesn't sound because I don't want to be a follower and sound like everyone else. I wanted to take it to a next level, and yeah, I just started with him. And, and Styler was one of the guys that was because he didn't have a lot going on. Obviously, he didn't buy youth, and he had like a call me a yardie in a club, but it wasn't really like a crossover yeah. success. And and obviously, that's what you want to go for. So that was the first. So would you say your style of production is grime? Then? Say it again. Would your, your style of production? Would you say it was grime? Uh, no, I don't think it is. Would you, is there a like genre? Would you say that you have a genre that you do or uh, distortion sound? That's just distortion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just I can't I can't really put it in a like it's different every time. But I think like there's like a little line that always that keeps everything together. Like if it's not just the tag, like it's always something like oh yeah, I think well that's what people say. They say like I can kind of hear when it's you, yeah. and uh, well, cause like Festuskank is like more of a Bashment, dancehall kind of vibe, yeah, yeah. but then Rari workout is kind of a harder grime kind of vibe, and then Soundboy is a, a reggae dubstep song, but it's still like a little electro, a little of everything, and it's me. So I don't really want to put myself in like a, a box, like, yeah, I'm a grime producer, but I did win like best producer, so I'll take that all day. <laughs> best grime producer, I'll take that, you know what I mean? You, you and Biz will work very well together. What's, yeah. it, what's he like in the studio? He jokes, man. He's the he's the funniest to work with. Yeah. Like it's not, it's never serious. We we don't really work a lot, to be honest. Like we just work one time, and then that's the song. Mm. And I won't see until <laughs> after the campaign. It's like we need <laughs> we need another one. <laughs> that's, how, that's that's what it is. I think like one thing about Bizzle, like he's been consistently relevant for like fifteen mm. years. Yeah. Like yeah. since mm. Morefire, like every summer he's got some kind. Of, what is it? What is it about him? Because like we said earlier, he's not the most lyrical yeah. person. Um, like sometimes he's not really saying anything, but he's got bangers. He knows how to create here. What is he, it about him? What is I think mind? he gets it. Like one thing he always tells me is like, look, we can't do like all this like conscious rap. He's like, it's not that I cannot do it, but one thing I know is that if the radio doesn't play me, I'm fucked. Right. So I need to have a club banger so I can always get gigs. Right. I can always if I as long as I'm in the club, I can't I can't do shows. We can make money. You know what I mean? So. Business. It's it's and that's what it is. And if it crosses over, and if it crosses over, we found a kind of a, a, a middle ground in being in the club and and being on the radio. Right. Have the potential to get a radio one uh, playlist or something. And, and we always try aim for that. It's it's really hard, but but it always hits the club at least. Without like getting into your pockets, yeah. Like, how <laughs> is there is there money in, is there money in being a producer now, we know that music is not selling in the way it used to sell. People yeah. streaming and whatnot. Can you still make a decent living from being a producer? Yeah, definitely. And how do, how do the splits work? Uh, well, it depends how much I write. Because, right. like, obviously, yeah, of course. Like, if I have the idea, like, it's not always like, oh, yeah. he Like, an artist comes in and he has the idea. I'll write a lot as well. Like, okay. sometimes the concept is done. Sometimes the whole song's done. Oh, really? You know I mean? yeah, Just give it to them. Yeah, it's just like, what do you think? Right. Yeah, I love it. And you can tweak it. But, like, the splits in general is, like, 50-50. 50 on, on the music, 50 on the, on, the, right. on the writing. 
And so I will, nine out of 10, I'll have 50% unless you build a beat with me, which is very rare because it goes quite fast. So, and if I write, then I'll, I'll, I can take more, but normally I'll just leave it with 50 because like, let's just split halves because otherwise sometimes splits get right, crazy. Right now, who, who out there have you not worked, have you not worked with that you would love to do something with? Skepta. I definitely want to do something with Skepta. I would destroy the game with Skepta. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, I let, let me throw something out there. He made a comp, he made a, a point earlier. What's your name, sir? Sam. Sam. Sam made a point. And he, he made a point on his opinion. Now, if you was in the studio and you had a beat and it was banging, yeah. and someone came with, then they had, they had a profile that was quite high, and the lyrics they laid on the track was rubbish in your head. Yeah. But you thought maybe it's going to go. Would you still give it to them? You know what happened, yeah? Like, because the fastest gang beat, I made the fastest gang beat before Lethal was in the session. Yeah, yeah. So I made it like a while ago and I pitched it to uh, Silo and he said no. And I know he regretted that one. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he came after, he's like, you still got that beat. I said, oh, right. God. And uh, he said, you never played that to me. He says, I know that I got the beat. But anyway, yeah, big up Silo. Um, you know what it is? When, when we made Festus Kank, I'm not going to lie, we made Festus Kank, I, I said, I really want to try something on this beat. And uh, he said, I got an idea. I said, okay, go on then. Put a microphone on, and you might see me in a Lambo. Camos in that back, Rambo. And I was like, okay, where's this thing going? <laughs> uh, he said, 500 horses, Django, two, two, chicken, and I stopped the record. I said, are you mad? I said, no. I said, fuck no. I said, fuck no. I said, that was the first take. I said, nah, fuck no. Nah. What the fuck? I said, you must be drinking too much of the champagne. Like, I don't know what you're thinking. Like, this is crazy because you just fucked up the song. You know, and I've never done that with Lito because we always find the middle ground, but it was like, it was like nah, hell no. And, and he, was, he said, okay, okay, I get it, I get it. But it's like, listen to me. Rap the bars. And I could spit the bars after hearing it one time. It was an instant mm, right, thing. Right. And he was like, do you get what I'm saying? I said, okay, I get it. And I had to stop the, I said, I had to stop the beat again when he did the phaser line. I'm not going to lie. I was like, yo, I don't want to get in the middle of anything. He said, bro, he said, bro, phaser dead, bro. I said, <laughs> Big up, big up everyone because they all built the scene, you know what I mean? I, I respect everyone, you know what I mean? But like end of the day, like I've had this so many times that people, I don't know why they pick my beats. They always want to say something on the beat, you know? Like I had the same thing with Tiny as well. Like he, he decided to say something on the beat when I made its peak and he decided to send for, the, uh, for, uh, for Chip. Yeah. And then Stormzy was on the record, and that got a bit messy because, like, Stormzy wasn't really aware of what was happening. And it was, it was a little messy situation over there. And, but, you know, at the end of the day, I always tell the artists, like, I wouldn't encourage people to start beef because sometimes they take it away from the lyrical part and something else happens, and I'm not encouraging that. But it's an art. And if we can't keep it... Lyrical, lyrically, it's dope because look at Young and, and Chip, for example. That was a dope beef. They came back. That was so creative. They came back with sick videos, banter, everything. Mm. It was dope. It was dope. I'll be right back two days later. You know what I mean? Jokes. People missing classes and stuff. It's mad. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, good. Um, you recently did a, um, a project with Punch Out to Punch uh, called Homelands. Yeah. I did. So you went to your country of origin. 
Yeah. Which is Suriname. Suriname. Yeah. I, I'll be honest, I even never even knew this country existed. Where, it's, what, you know, Suriname? it's so crazy. Do you want to know where that is? Suriname. Where? It's Suriname. It's, it, a lot of people don't know about Suriname. Suriname is a country next to Brazil and Guyana. It's, it's South America. And, hey, listen, but you know what? But you know what the thing is? Uh, Suriname used to be a British colony. Right. It wasn't. It was. It was uh, traded uh, with the Netherlands because uh, we had New Amsterdam, and we traded it for Suriname. And you called it, and, and the British people called it New York. So that's how it went. And you guys took America, and we had Suriname. And that's that's and that's why I'm always surprised, like why people don't know that over here. Okay. You know what I mean? What's the vibe like? Did, did, would the Suriname kind of influence your musical style? Like, what's it? What's the vibe like over there? Um, I thought it was gonna, I thought it would, yeah. because the sounds are different. Everything's different. Like they're very drum. Uh, they're very much on their drums and like like Af- like an African soca kind of vibe, like a mixture. It's really dope. But I think I had enough of it already inside of me because it didn't really change a lot. But it was a beautiful experience. I, I've been there before when I was very young. Uh, but this was this was amazing because now you're older and now you. I just learned so much about my family and and how they grew up, and they didn't have a lot. You know what I mean? Like they didn't have a lot. They were living next to a river and that they were showering in the river, learning how to swim in the river, drinking the water from the river, washing their clothes in the river. Like everything was the river. It was the life source. And I didn't know that. My mom never told me. So I was just like it was very emotional to be honest. Like to just see everything. Because now when you're young you just run around and you see plants and trees and the sun and you just kick a ball. But when you're older you start realizing like, yo, they came a long way to fly out from South America take a chance, fly to the Netherlands and build something for me to have a platform to jump and be here while I'm today. Mm. You know what I mean? Because if I was there, I'm not sure. I say I am sure because like I believe in fate, but maybe it would have gone way different. You know what I mean? Maybe I would have been Timberland. Damn, it's close <laughs> to America. <laughs> I never know. <laughs> never know. Uh, and what, what can we expect from Distortion in the near future? I got a single coming out now. Then this is your single. My single. Okay. You guys better all yeah, well, buy it on iTunes. Stream it. Put you on your playlist, like two songs, and just go back to back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah I got a song coming out. Um, it's called I'll Be There, uh, featuring Melissa Steele and Beanie Man. So that's going to be jokes. Um, I got a lot of stuff happening, but it's all in the air because I'm, I'm, I'm also trying to do some more. Like, I love grime. I love the UK scene. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's the best to be... It's the best because everything... I feel like all the sounds start here. Like, everything... Like, we so refreshing over here. Like, everything... Everyone's open to the new sound. In America, it's one sound, and everyone runs with the same sound until someone brings a new sound, and then everyone runs with that. You know what I mean? Now it's mustard on the beat and, and, and the trap, trap sound. And... It, Soon it will be something else, you know what I mean? And and that's why I love the UK. But I do try expand a bit. And I was in LA uh, recently, and I started working over there. And it was it was good. It was good. I try to bring that sound over there now mm-hmm. because they pretty open to it. Like look at Skepta, for example. Like everyone's even Leisha. They all taking the sound out there now. I always said I did uh, ADE, which is Amsterdam Dance Event, and uh, we did uh, a panel for the first time uh, for Grime. Uh, and it's a massive event. All the big uh, EDM DJs go there. 
and we did a grind panel uh, with Austin uh, from uh, One Extra for the first time, and they asked me like, where where do you see where do you see grind get to? But I believe, with all respect to the producers, like a lot of producers uh, before me in the grime scene had a kind of the sound, the mix wasn't good. Like it's like home studio thing. And the, the home studio thing is cool, but I, I mean like home, it sounded like really like a home studio thing. And, and, and it was good for then, but if, you, if we can make it sound like an EDM track, so not EDM, but like the mix that the beat yeah. goes hard and, and like it can level quality wise with those songs, then we can make a it can become a, a new dubstep, if you know what I mean. It can have a, a, a era, like it can start, and that's what I believe in. I, that's what I want to do. That's one of my missions because then, because UK uh, rappers don't really cross over, not fully. Now it's a little lame because Drake is co-signing and everything. But if you make the beats correct, because it goes off. I'm in Amsterdam and, 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 and they play J-Hus, they play Skepta Shutdown. Everything's going off now. If you make the beats correct, Skrillex and everyone's going to start playing those songs. And then it's a worldwide genre. Yeah. And that's why I believe. That's why I want to do. There you go. All right, make some noise for distortion. <laughs> Time. We're out of time. Really? Yeah. Sorry. I want to thank everybody for coming out. Again, like, uh, this is going to be this week's podcast. So, like, if you, you got a podcast app on your phone, subscribe, cut the chat, it's in there. Just hit subscribe. It'll go to your phone each and every week. Or you can listen to us on SoundCloud as well. Anything else you want to say to them before we leave? No. Did you enjoy the show? Yeah. Appreciate right. that, man. All thank right. you very much for coming out. Wait, is this the first stage the Beatles ever played? Yeah. Are you I, serious? I've read that upstairs on, his, on, yeah, a, on a little basically sign. Basically, the original owner of this place back in 1958 took on the Beatles. Um, they fell out in 61, but they took them on the first tour around Hamburg. They played the first show in here without a drummer, literally wow. in that corner where you guys... Really? This uh, stage, yeah. history, yeah. fam. History. I was feeling magical, you know. <laughs> 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 history. I love that. That's a wicked way to end the show. Yeah, Thank you very much. Thank you, Thank you so much. Keep um, following our journey. Next month, we're going to be in Edinburgh. Um, and again, yeah, just keep listening to us on SoundCloud. Thank you very much Thank for coming. Thank you very much.